Happy Monday, mofos. We are Was It Good, and today we are reviewing the latest episode of Attack on Titan and the big football game from yesterday. We can't call it by its real name because the NFL will eat us. But you know which game we're talking about? The one Tom Brady won single-handedly with no help from anyone ever. Anyway, we got into all of that jazz. I'm Ravi, and I'm joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna, and introducing for the first time, Mr. Michael on the producing table, spinning them controls. Yo! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! We, we know we have another mic. We, we could put him on mic. Could have like a producer, like the producer voice. We could. The There's a lot we could yeah, do with this. Yeah, you know, yeah. we could give him a really shitty webcam that like shoots at him. It's like yeah, really yeah. like like 480. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be static. It's gonna look like yeah. a horror movie when we go over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unlit. And real quick for those listening on the podcast, <laughs> we're referring to obviously our live tapings of this podcast, which we do on twitch.tv slash was good. Definitely go check us out there. The pods are always streamed live Mondays and Fridays. Uh, enough advert talking. Let's talk about the biggest advert of them all, the Super Bowl. <laughs> Real quick, before we get into breaking down the actual, so we are allowed to say Superb Owl. Superb Owl? Yes, we can ah, say Superb Owl. The 55th Owl. Superb Owl. Yeah, yeah we, so we can say it. Yeah, why not? Super Bowl. All right, all right. Super Bowl. Uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of, uh, it seems to be a little bit of some questioning. I think it's because of our own backgrounds in terms taking these glasses off in terms of where is uh, Rafi? much better you guys are nice and blurry and fuzzy <laughs> um i think it comes based on on, on our pro professional line of work i think we're a sure. little kind of confused but as individual podcast not making a dime off of this i think we'll be okay i don't know we've got those ads running on that twitch channel we're right we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're pulling in the big Pennies, the big, big, big. <laughs> literally ones. making pennies. What? We no. make pennies. We make pennies. Literally, it's, it's like crazy. pennies, uh, pennies man. on the that's pennies crazy. here. Uh, so, yeah, Super Bowl Fifty Five. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady in Go. COVID land in Tampa Bay. Yep, bunch of commercials. Real were quick, there. real quick. What did everyone think of? Did you guys see the footage of the parties or the partying right after? Yeah, so everyone. Yeah, uh, it's it's almost like. They went out of their way to show that Tampa Bay does not give a single fuck about not a single. There were there was like one shot. There was probably five hundred people on the streets. Not a single mask of those five hundred people could I see. It was like they were going out of their way. It was like this is the craziest super spreader event you've ever seen. I don't think it's. I don't think this is the first time they've gone out of their way to kind of showcase and be like, hey, you know. This this also goes back to like. A problem, I think, with American culture, which is we're Americans, we're immune to everything, we're great. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like the mentality. And I think since day one, they've, you know, folks in various parts of this country have defied, you know, rules, regulations, the CDC, uh, you know, their kind of recommendation in terms of how to be safe, all that fun stuff. I think they've been doing that since day one. I don't think this was necessarily taking it up a notch where it's like, Hey, we really, really are, you know, owning it. And they're, they're, we're showing how badass we are. I think it's just them being them. Florida, like parkour, like, you know, Florida, being yeah, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Classic Florida. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're, I guess this is all part of the same subject, right? The whole Super Bowl, the whole extravaganza, the entire NFL season. The whole been, event. I mean, the whole it, event, it's, yeah. That's what it's billed as, right? Yeah. For two weeks, you're building up to this. Well, not two but weeks, they, the whole season, you're building up to this event. And Florida, right, has, they did the whole NBA bubble for crying out loud. Like, like, for that's everything true, wrong right. with Florida in terms of a, a state and how they treat individuals. You can or, end the sentence there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somehow they are making this work. I mean, they've also joked about, hey, the Olympics, we can host it if, if Tokyo doesn't want to. And it's like, oh, just Florida. Just Florida. The yeah. country of Florida. The country of Florida, country of Florida will save the world, I guess. And either save the world. Either that's because they're just not reporting on numbers uh, or, or whatnot. You know, if you look um, at numbers statistically, like we're here in L.A., we are considered the epicenter and we have done for the most part, the right things or the recommendations. And, you know, mm. there is supposedly a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I'm not seeing it yeah. just yet, but like it does, it, it, it's kind of annoying slash frustrating when you see a place like Florida and they're out partying and doing all this stuff and having a normal life. Mm -hmm. And we're here in LA and 
Yeah. And we're still indoors. We're still waiting. We're still wearing masks all the freaking time. So. We're like SpongeBob in that episode where he breaks his butt and he never, he refuses to leave the inside. He leaves the inside of his home. Right. And he has three friends, which is like a used napkin, a penny, and a potato chip. That's us. Well, how is that us exactly? Explain we, it better. We, can't, we, we are leave. stuck inside. We can't leave. And our three friends are a penny, a napkin, and a potato chip. This is, that's the state of everyone in Los in Angeles. Los Ange- Correct. So Los, An- Los Angeles are SpongeBob SquarePants. Correct. Yeah. Everything can be, come back to SpongeBob if you really think about it. Just season one or two. Seasons one, two, and three, and half of season four. Sounds first like, movie sounds like, community. sounds like community. The first movie, actually the second movie is good too, as long as you are baked out of your mind. It's true. A uh, quick comment from the, the <laughs> chat here. Again, from twitch.tv slash was it good? Learman is SpongeBob. Ravi is the chip. Christian is the napkin. Arjuna is the penny. Yes, I'm money. Uh, I hate that I'm the napkin. <laughs> I like that I'm a chip. I can eat myself. And then regrow. <laughs> no, Learman will eat you because he's SpongeBob. So in the episode, Gary eats the chip at the end. Gary the snail. So does that mean Megatron's going to eat you? Nice. That makes sense if you think about it. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's an apt con- it's an apt comparison. Anyway, let's go around the room. We obviously the Super Bowl is known for an amazing halftime show, and then obviously commercials mm. and Did football. You- <laughs> oh yeah, sure. And then, and then there's a game in there as well. There's a game in there. Cool. Oh, and then also you know streakers. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. You know is the story about the streaker? Oh, we'll get. Please that. tell us. I do know, but definitely uh, let those watching and listening. So know. it came out today on social media that the streaker had placed a bet, a prop bet, fifty thousand, fifty thousand on if a streaker would uh, appear during the Super Bowl. He had his friend be a fake streaker to distract the guards so he could get out there. I believe his fifty thousand dollars turned into three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. He has to pay a thousand dollar fine to get out of jail, but he still made it a net profit. Well, I think he made four hundred twenty-five, so he made three hundred seventy-five profit, then minus a thousand, so he made three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars. Doesn't he though? Like because you're streaking, doesn't that? He's banned from. He should be. I believe he would be banned from that stadium and potentially the Super Bowl for the rest of his life. What about yeah, for that money? But doesn't he like go on like a sex offenders list or whatever because it's uh, public indecency? Well, I don't think he actually was actually nude. If you, I mean, right. he was in a thong, right? Yeah, but he wasn't nude. So I then mean, is that cheerleaders wear less? Uh, well, so I think a couple things, right? Uh, it depends on the state. Second of all, right. he wasn't nude. Yeah, um, just ran onto the wasn't, field. Uh, he didn't. I know public urination in a lot of places is right. Like, is because you're a sex offender. Um, but he wasn't doing that. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's still. I it, think he's fine. It's Florida as well, so he's probably. I mean, fine. he made a, g- a good amount of money for that. Yeah, I mean, do you, so do here's you, have, the, do you have newfound respect for the guy? Well, here's, all right, so too. the uh, <laughs> Merriam-Webster dictionary says that streaking is when you streak across a field or whatever in the nude. So, so if he, he wasn't, wasn't a streaker, nude. He wasn't streaking. And what is it? What is it? So then, then what? What then? Well, so he's oh, just. Wait, wait. Does he get that bet then? Yeah, he, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The bet says that's he's not really a streaker. Streaking. That's or, a good question. Or, or because it's every, an interruption to the football game because somebody has entered the field of play. Right, and obviously it's going to be up to the book, the sports book that set the prop. It's like they are going to have. They would definitely have the definition for like. If if they're just uh, blanket statement uh, streakers in this game applies to anyone just running on the field interrupting the flow of the game that is streaking then he would make money but if they're do you think going on the Webster, I'm going to assume then he got the money payout before he revealed his story right because yeah I obviously the so. sports book would do everything in their in their power to not pay him right if they knew that this was the whole case and everything yeah Crazy. Was the streaking the most exciting player of the game? No. And let's go back. No, it was not. <laughs> there were a few actually pretty good plays. But. The most exciting piece was um, within the first, I think it was eight minutes, both quarterbacks had been sacked. That was exciting too. That was exciting because I was like, whoa, we got a real game going. And then after that, just because it was, was zero, like, zero. Right. But both quarterbacks <laughs> were sacked. So you're like, whoa, the defense What's is wrong with you. Is maybe the, the play of this game. And then, you know, I think it was what by second quarter, it was like, nah, this is, this is boring as fuck. Well, mm-hmm. the, the end of the, the first quarter, Tom Brady, for the first time in his 10 Super Bowl appearances, scored a touchdown, which he'd never done in any other first quarter. Mm-hmm. So that was the big uh, celebratory part. He, he of finally the game. got that elephant off his back. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he got it that really, elephant. It was really weighing him down. You could tell, right? <laughs> yeah. You could, you could really tell it was really sad mm-hmm. at this point in his career because he hadn't scored a touchdown in his yeah, first It was a nice, nice touchdown pass <laughs> to Rob Gronkowski. 
little spike in the end zone. I thought you hated Tom Brady. You can't say anything he does nice. It was terrible. Maybe it was a bit the whole time. No, no, that's bullshit. I saw a vein in your forehead. I saw you losing hair. You got some gray that wasn't there before. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Tom Brady but beyond the actual play of football here, <laughs> what commercials stuck out for you guys? Are there any that you actually enjoyed? Any that you found to be controversial? Any not- that were just flat out stupid? I'm not going to lie. I spent a lot of the commercials uh, on my phone. Um, oh, nice, nice. Actually, I spent a lot of the game on my phone in general. But uh, You're surrounded one, by your family. You couldn't talk to them? I mean, I got there early for lunch. So I got all the talking out of the way already. <laughs> um, no, uh, the one that stuck out to me, though, and but apparently it's not even really a Super Bowl commercial. It's, it's been there the whole time. It's the Michael B. Jordan Alexa, Alexa one. Only because I was like, it was a pretty elaborate bit. Mm-hmm. Like it was a good, it felt, it felt like a good two or three minute, uh, commercial and they really like played into this. Wow. She really likes him, which is fine. I, I, get I actually that, don't but. even remember this commercial at all. Um, you, you so, were in the other room. It came out toward the end. So you're already uh, in the other room getting yeah. ready for your live stream. So you mm. weren't there. So basically the commercial is, um, they're at some kind of Amazon engineering thing or whatever. And they're showing the new, smart home device i'm not gonna say the name because i don't want everyone's device to go off <laughs> um, smart. you learned but they're they're there and they're saying to to the to the main character or the main person hey isn't this thing beautiful it can't get much better and she's like yes it's great and then she turns around she sees michael b jordan like walking on the street or whatever yeah. and then she fantasizes about uh the smart home device being inside michael b jordan essentially so every time she's like commanding him to do stuff yeah and, uh, interesting yeah. yeah and then but her husband the best part of the commercial is that her husband is like what what do you do I, I, like i can do all that stuff. <laughs> so he's, he's like freaking out and oh it was so good michael b jordan is like a but here's my question about that when michael b jordan's walking around outside was there a billboard for a, a new movie of his that's coming out I don't believe so. Maybe I thought I thought maybe it'd be a movie, unless it was like a fake Amazon thing. Like maybe, a, or it maybe it's an a, Amazon it, Prime show. Or an Amazon Pri- that would or be some really. Or I, I really thought I saw something. Hey, I mean, I am Legend really. Yeah, really, it was uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I think there was something. I am Legend like willed into existence. Um, I think Justice League. Right, they had mm-hmm. like a Justice League or Batman v Superman poster in that Batman v oh, Superman oh, yeah. seven movie, yeah. and then it came out years later. You know, yeah. so anything is possible, as I say, but. For the commercials, I actually think this was like a better year for commercials. At least more stuck out to me that were decent to better. I thought the McConaughey one was fun. Was funny with the three Doritos where he's like really flat. Yep. And then he like eats it in the vending machine and then he like puffs out a little. I thought that was funny. I thought Drake from State Farm was pretty funny too. That also had Paul Rudd in it. Yeah, I missed that one. That was a fun one. Uh, uh, but I heard a lot of good things about I know Dra- uh, Jake was the star of it, even with Drake yes. and Paul Rudd in it. Uh, and then the other one that stuck out was the the oat milk one, Oakley, whatever it was called. The really bad commercial oh, yeah. with the CEO playing the piano and then apparently was a stunt because the company had the free t-shirts being like, remember that really awful commercial we made? They gave away for free. So. <laughs> Did anyone get one of those t-shirts? I they were know, sold out. I think it was sold out like immediately. Sahara Not Sarah uh, went on, I think, right after that commercial and they were all gone. Uh, real quick back to the michael b jordan thing yes i know i wasn't hallucinating uh there wasn't an ad on the bus for a and this is real he's going to be starring in a tom clancy thriller that's coming soon to to amazon there um, you go corporate synergy so th- yeah that's somebody I, getting I on, I was like going crazy that's somebody getting on the amazon slack channel and being like hey i know you're making this commercial with michael b we're also doing this movie Let's throw the poster in there. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's have uh, a Google a Calendar invite meeting and we'll figure that stuff out. And after about four meetings and 20 email chains later, it happened. Corporate synergy. Corporate synergy. What about in terms of like controversial um, commercials, <laughs> there was the Jeep commercial starring Bruce Springsteen. And part of that commercial was this idea about bringing America together and meeting halfway. Um, if you went on Reddit this morning, a lot of the theories behind this was, you know, it was really a political ad as opposed to a Jeep ad. What do we think about that? Well, so I didn't see the ad because I was on my phone. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't remember this ad either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if, if what I've heard, is this, is it, so he, is his whole message just meeting in the middle? Because mm-hmm. that in and of itself is not a very controversial thing. Because unless you go, uh, unless you're pulling in 
context of other things, right? Like, is there, was there explicit imagery or messaging around forgiving certain people who did really bad things, you know, like without the context. Did Jeep do a bad thing? I don't know. Did they? Made bad cars for a while. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) As our producer just said off screen. Then should we compromise on that? Should we meet them halfway and and, and accept that they make terrible vehicles? You know, I think that's part of like the whole conversation within our political climate and within our society today. And our automobile climate too. In our automobile climate too. (laughs) It's like the, the idea of meeting halfway, right, is is not seen as like a universally like, oh yeah, we can meet halfway because for some it might be just like, is is it right to meet halfway? Like, especially in the context of many things going on. So I guess right. it's controversial in that way because, you know, like Donald Trump, for example, is that somebody you meet halfway for? Well, I don't it's like know. the entire Republican. If he's offering McDonald's, right? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he offering what? McDonald's. Remember when Clemson visited? Oh, that's the, right. Uh, he got the his, McDonald's. His, uh, his spread was McDonald's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A. And I think that might have been it. That was during the gov- when the government was shut down, right? So he didn't have staff, supposedly, Correct. for the White House. Like That was when there was so the So they ordered a bunch of down. really delicious His food. favorite meals. <laughs> yeah. A Tuesday for him. <laughs> there was also uh, 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 wow words are hard there was um, uh, also a five second ad from Reddit where they were honoring underdogs involved in the whole GameStop trading frenzy which was kind of cool so you know keeping it keeping it relevant and, and giving um, power to the little guys I don't know if anybody lost or made money off of that uh, then you know moving into oh, uh, uh, Lag and Cheese wants to bring up one uh, on our comments here. What about the Sesame Street? Door I didn't see that ad. one. Did you one? Yeah. I did see that one. That one was with uh, David Diggs, the guy from Hamilton. Oh, wow. I don't think I said his name correctly. Um, Probably not. They basically do a little musical singing number, and it's all about DoorDash. With, you know, Sesame Street, obviously Big Bird was in the news recently because of his Twitter handle and the cousin character that he has that's apparently in a different country or something. I don't know. I wasn't awake for that social trend. <laughs> there, 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 there's a Big Bird uh, Twitter thing happening. I don't there know. Is a I Big didn't Bird know Twitter Big Bird thing. had a fucking Twitter handle. You Everybody found out, you found out that morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember you, I was like running downstairs. You're like, wait, Big Bird has Twitter? Well, I mean, Sesame Street, you know, they're, they're, they're killing it with the commercials. Uh, you mean killing Sesame Street? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, so obviously yeah, commercials is a big part and then obviously movie trailers another and TV, trailers. Trailers. And TV yeah. trailers the one that stood out the most for me the one that had uh, my jaw on the ground obviously was no. the M. Night Shyamalan no. trailer for Old. his new upcoming movie <laughs> Get Out Old so wait he is actually directing it it's not him producing <laughs> it looks or... true he is he's no, directing no, no, starring no no because no, because they have he used M. Night's name is you know he's the executive yeah. producer of this or he wrote this or, or whatever you know his name still has some type of carryover and recognizability from fans so I wasn't entirely sure because I didn't see the whole trailer if um yeah he's if, uh, if he's he, was re- he it. wrote it He's directing and obviously he's producing as well. And is he starring in it? Is one of is he going to cameo again? I don't see him listed. Is it, is, um, but obviously this could take a, a while. surprise. Yeah, I feel like. But either way, you know, another M Night Shyamalan film. I'm interested. He did a great job with Split. And glass did not do glass it. He did not. Sucked. Glass was terrible. I said he did oh. a great job with Split. Yeah, I mean, I like Split. And then glass was a thing. Glass that happened afterwards. And glass was a return to his bad form. Yeah. Real quick, <laughs> the best part about the M Night Shyamalan old trailer was the Twitter reaction afterward was gold. Oh, there were yeah. people being like, <laughs> there was one comment that went something along the lines of like. Um, you can't trick me, M. Night Shyamalan. I, I've, I've, you can't, you, you will, you cannot trick me. And then I was coming after it saying, I am ready to be disappointed once again. <laughs> like it was just, it was gold. It was, I mean, that's the, what glass was. The Twitter reaction, yeah. I think to all of these commercials were pretty. I think we need to go back to the M. Night where we don't expect anything. That's why split was such a, a hit. I feel like, yeah, because we had gone to the point, were so low. Yeah, we had gone to the point <laughs> where it's like, okay, this guy can not make anything that's good. Um, and then he made something that was good. Yeah, honestly. And, you know, he just needs a third comeback, essentially. Did anyone, so there was rumors circulating, and I haven't actually bothered to check because I don't believe this film's ever coming out at this rate. Was there a Black Widow trailer that was dropped? 
no Black Widow trailer, but there was a Marvel trailer for um, Winter, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Soldier that was a trailer. Looks great. Also, well, here's the thing. So we, uh, <laughs> three of us in here, um, uh, our producer Lerman, myself, and Ravi had the honor of watching Age of Ultron and then Civil War, literally the night before the big game. And uh, Christian, then real quick. You can say Super Bowl. Uh, They're no. not going to find no. you and kill no. you in the middle no, no, of the no. night. When you two get sued and I don't, uh, I will laugh. Wait, so is the is the NFL like Liam Neeson? Is like, I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah, it's Roger Goodell. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, oh, dear. But real quick, real quick. While he's making that phone call to Christian, he's going to change and sit down. Just <laughs> <laughs> exhausted for a second. Yeah, exactly. Like, breath, I, I have killed hey, a lot of people the game. today. Roger watched the game with Russell Wilson. Yeah, Good but he was talking to Sierra him. the whole time. Probably. Russell Wilson looked like he wanted to go to sleep. He was just like this the whole time. You know how he has that kind of sleepy look to him? Sure. He looked extra sleepy. <laughs> does he have that look when he's playing? Because that would be terrible. <laughs> he kind of does. He really I mean, does. maybe. <laughs> it's just that he's got like his eyes just are like half open all the time. And it's, it's that, you know, it's, it's just the way he looks. That's just why he's so sleepy. good. He lulls the defense to sleep. There you go. <laughs> there you go. He's like a. He's a he's, walking to lullaby. To be fair, like, to be fair, like, I, I had the pleasure of interviewing him uh, a couple years back. Nice. And it wasn't the best interview, not a lot of energy, but Grant, you know, <laughs> these guys and gals, you know, when they do press junkets and things, they're doing like a hundred. Of course. Anybody would be exhausted. Um, but he's gotten a lot better in terms of his like on air experience because he's now doing like everyone else and their mother, a podcast. Oh, is he? Huh? Is he? Yeah, he's doing a podcast. So he's, he's doing, he, he's got more energy in him when he, it comes to like. Being on air and yeah, stuff, yeah. I would I would understand why you'd be kind of falling asleep at a Super Bowl, like especially if you're a quarterback. Like, yay, I didn't make it. Who gives a fuck at that point, right? Like, your season's done. You don't care. You don't want. You don't care. Fucking Mahomes or, or Brady wins. That's true. So That's true. I could um, understand that. Um, wow, I lost my train of thought again. Where Let's talk about the, the game, game. The goat. The game, the goat. Let's talk about where it really came down to the punchers. What? Who had the better hair? <laughs> the no, better we're, hair? Yeah. We're not the, we're not the guy with the long hair, obviously. The Chiefs punter because he got more screen time. Am I right? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> wow. Well, that, you set that up. That, that was, was a long bit. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was, that was a long bit to say. I've, the been Chiefs sucked. Of, I've been thinking about that for days. <laughs> for days? Before the game. The game was time traveler. Oh, the last no. thing at, uh, on the Super Bowl before we move into Attack on Titan. <laughs> We're talking about the game. The no, last thing it. I want to talk that's about. It. It's and over. The last thing I want to talk about. Is Brady now the GOAT? He was the GOAT before this. Uh, what about Serena Williams? Oh, well, oh okay. So She's we're got talk, like we're 23 talk, champions or some crazy ass shit. So we're talking about all sports. We're talking yeah. The goat. So the greatest of all time. Yeah. So it's really uh, in all We're talking about sports. American so it's, sports it's or like worldwide sports worldwide. Too. Everything. Well, but I think that's a hard conversation to have because I don't know how many people are qualified to even have that conversation because there's we are. so many sports we're qualified. across yeah, the agree. world. We are, like, we're I don't feel prepared. Arjuna, we are, was it good? Just, this is our Arjuna, it's a gut, it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. I wouldn't say he's the GOAT. It's a gut feeling. No, of all athletes, no. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's who, the GOAT. Who, you know, in your, like off the top of your head, I can think of a few. I would yeah, probably I, put up ahead I put of like, I put like some of the world like champions, like a Usain Bolt, even a Michael Phelps, a Serena Williams, right? Like people, people who like really dominate on the world stage, right? Because the thing about the NFL. Well, Olympics is amateurs. <laughs> what? <laughs> they are. They're supposed to be amateurs playing those I things. mean, I They're understand professionals, that. but I'm just saying. That's, I mean, that's I, I guess I, I guess I get that, but. I think even in American sports, I think what Serena's done in tennis sure. is also a gold standard. It's mm-hmm. it's so hard to compare sport to sport, but my gut instinct would be sure. to say no. Your gut is it, instinct is to say that no because, because like you hate I've him. seen this conversation brought sure. up as well when when you compare someone like Tom Brady to like a Serena, Michael Michael Jordan, et cetera, et cetera. The problem to a degree with Tom Brady is the silly things that he has said in the past and kind of his like, I don't want to say his, his full on political view. Sure. But sometimes I feel like that information, right? Like if you take on more than just the sport and you take on the, what is he doing outside of the sport? Right. And that incorporates like, you know, social justice, um, giving back to the community, that whole shebang. It's not up there when you compare it to like other players, right? Like 
a LeBron James for for Christ's sakes built a god for sake you know a goddamn school right for for kids like yeah. I'm not entirely sure what Brady's resume is in terms of what else he's doing but I do believe like that in terms of giving back I think that is a a big piece to that greatest of all time in terms of like. Yeah. What else are you doing, right? Because you could be a superhuman like that Russian guy from Rocky Four, right? Drago? Like, yeah, Drago. Like Ivan he's Drago. a machine yeah. and he's sure. well built and whatever. <laughs> but like he wasn't, he wasn't a good guy. Like he was. He was bad. I also, I mean, to go back to the original question of is Brady the goat? I think another reason I say no is because football, more than all those other sports and athletes I mentioned, is a team sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus tennis, where it is, it's one v one. Yes, you have a team behind you that helps you train stuff. Same with these athletes, though. And you know, Brady is a a piece of that equation to those team wins and those yep. Super Bowl wins. But at the same, at the end of the day, it's still you know you have to have a good team around you, which is very evident. Everyone talked about like, wow, what he's done is great. But you just go back one year when he was on an inferior team with the Patriots. They went 12 and four and they were bounced in the first round at the playoffs. It's pretty right? good. It's pretty good for most teams. Uh, right. If you look at the team around them. Right. And they went 12 and four. That's pretty good. Right. But they still, <laughs> but they still, but that's t- that team still was not like they, they weren't going to, w- they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. Right. They didn't even come close. Right. In terms right. of like getting to the championship round or even to the game. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, you still need a good team around you to win. Like you still need talent and I'm not I'm not trying to take away from Brady's talent or anything but when it comes to like a tennis or you know swimming or boxing or some of the other ones it's still just one athlete in the ring and even basketball right it's only it's generally five guys or you know maybe in the playoffs like an eight rotate eight man mm-hmm. rotation or whatever um, it's just less guys there's more focus um, on some of those individual players I guess which that, I think yes. which I think it, and that's why again it that's why it's just hard to compare because it's yeah. there's different attributes and there's different things you need I think you can't take away from Tom Brady. He's definitely always going to be in that conversation. And I think for football, he'll probably never be touched. Yeah. Unless, you know, unless, you know, someday, I'm sure someday somebody will come along and, and be able to do something great. Cause you, you, know you never say never. You know, what's but. kind of depressing about that. Like if there's another athlete or excuse me, another NFL player mm-hmm. on par with like the Tom Brady stats. Sure. You know, it's going to take almost, half a lifetime for us to see that come out which means we'll be like in our 60s or seven like well not necessarily that's depressing not necessarily you do have young players like a patrick mahomes right this game well, was patrick Mahomes is what one sure but like he's he, young though but obviously but heading into this game it was billed as the the old goat versus the new goat right a lot of <sighs> people were like this is the this is the guy who could be the new goat especially if he wins his second right here he's got two before he's 25 you know he could definitely catch up and the chief, you know, the, the, the Kansas city chiefs players had talked about, um, especially after last year's run that they wanted to match the, at the time, the Patriots dynasty of six rings. And I believe Tyreek Hill even had a comment where he's like, why not seven? And then Tom Brady being, uh, the social media guy that he is reposted that. And he's like, yeah, cheetah, why not seven? And I was like, Ooh, I mean, he's the goat at a lot of things, including yeah. social media. Cause he's got a great team around him for that as well. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, no. <laughs> yeah, hey, Christian, sure. remember when we were talking before we yeah. started? I was like, yeah. "Hey, are you just gonna?" Yeah, we, we right. should have saw some under overs. Uh, yeah, we, we should have. We okay. should. We should Next just get time. into gambling. We should just turn this podcast into. That's how we'll make prop bets about like Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, and that's how we'll make our money. Yeah, that's how Watch the Good will fund itself. Is uh, or is, you know, have on a, our juniors real... monologues and Attack on Titan. Uh, re- we'll, or we'll have a real problem and everything just goes under. Yeah, that's Classic. that's true as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, let's let's get this question out of the way. Uh, Arjuna, <laughs> wait, well, we we still haven't touched on a big part of the Super Bowl yet. The halftime oh, shit, show. Yeah, I completely forgot. You're right. Michael Jackson You're of our miss- current age. Rapping. Yeah, and there's yeah. a reason I, I kind of didn't bring it up, and it's because the weekend's halftime show. I truly mean this, and I'm not being sarcastic, even though. I'm setting up to sound like I'm being. It wasn't that good. I did not. Really? I was not. I like super it. thrilled by it. A lot of times with these halftime shows, you you get cameo appearances from other other um, artists. singers, artists. Sure. You get kind of like some kind of uh, like other crazy visuals, et cetera, et cetera. This I don't know. I think the big thing here is you look at this halftime show. And when you compare it to others in years past, sure. you kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, we're, we're in COVID. 
It's very off field. It's a COVID halftime show. It's a co- because there's, they're there's all wearing masks. masks. They're, they're, exactly. <laughs> right? they're, like, they're legitimately wearing masks. Yeah. Um, uh, but like the, I think the other big thing too is like it, it, it felt like a smaller production. It did not feel that grand, um, gigantic, you know, epicness that is a halftime show. It just felt smaller and just not as. The music was great. Don't get me wrong. I love The Weeknd. Sure. But in terms of a halftime show, I just don't think it was up there. And that's no, that's not a diss to the production team, to The Weeknd. It's just that we're in COVID land. This is what it's going to be. Did anyone else get like really, really strong Us vibes from the, uh, from <laughs> from the, the mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of yeah they, they, they were in the same colors yep. <laughs> and they had the mask. I'm like, this isn't, this is the Us sequel. Jordan Peele directed. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope he did. Wow. Um, I actually, I actually liked the Super Bowl halftime show. I thought it was like visually interesting, and they definitely had their limitations because of COVID. But I, I thought, I thought like the colors and everything and the cinematography, especially the second half when they're on the field and they were doing some of the different camera angles with the lights and everything. I thought it was like visually, it looked very cool. I, I and I, I thought that was, and even I know people were complaining about like the dizziness when he goes inside, but I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was great. So the reason that it was a good Super Bowl, I mean a halftime show for a Super Bowl, I mean big game, um, is <laughs> a big that game. that image of him dizzy has is going to be I mean, the forever, next meme forever f- for the next like great. few years. If you can, a halftime show, in my opinion, has to be memeable. Mm-hmm. And if it's memeable, and this one is more memeable than I think the last five combined, it's, I can't think of a single meme from the last five. It's, it's, it's successful. It's up there with Left Shark, right? Left Shark mm-hmm. is iconic oh, yeah, from Super Bowl Forty Nine with I Katy Perry, yeah. and now you have uh, you have uh, you have good old Abel running around like confused. There have been so many like that, like <laughs> that, you know when he's doing that, it's like me looking for my car keys after a night of drinking. You know, <laughs> me looking for you know Tom Brady looking for. I don't know. We reposted, we reposted one on our own. Was a good Instagram. That was uh, vision, uh, vision looking around the house. Every time it changes every morning, <laughs> <laughs> every morning, every couple hours. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or like every 12 hours or whatever, it changes. So, so good. Would you say the halftime show was the highlight of the Super Bowl 55? It was for me because I spent the rest of it on my phone. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wait. So for I'm the Super Bowl uh, show, yeah. you you're off your phone for the halftime show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was off of it, but, but um, you know, we turned off the lights, like we bumped it. Oh, nice. Uh, nice and nice. also, and like you said, the music. I mean, I think collective, we all really like his music, and yes. the music was great. Uh, and I sort of looked at it like this is definitely a COVID production. Yeah. Um. So my expectations for how visually interesting it was going to be was tempered. Gotcha. Like the only thing that he could have done maybe is bring out Daft Punk and they're already wearing helmets, right? So their, their, their COVID uh, precautions were already been taken care of, but they didn't do that when he was playing Starboy. That was yeah. the only missed opportunity was bringing out Daft Punk. That's I don't fine. know why, but I, before, I right? truly thought there was going to be a Kendrick Lamar cameo hmm. uh, along with like a, I don't know why I thought this, maybe because we had just been watching a bunch of Marvel uh, stuff, but I thought there was going to be a, a, like a, you know, um, a tribute? A tribute or something to Chad. I don't know why. I mean, probably, like, I think it's because we were watching Marvel stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, the Weeknd was also the first Canadian halftime performance ever. Because he is He's Canadian? Canadian? Yeah, I found that out yesterday, Canceling too. Him. Wait, like, so wow. Drake has never done a halftime show? No, Drake has not. So The Weeknd has beaten <laughs> his fellow superstar Canadian Correct. to the halftime but show. But Drake did have a, have a commercial. Yeah, but Drake's stupid. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whoa. I'm just kidding. There's a lot of people right now who are about to, like... Kill Step you. On I will say real quick, my favorite part, that was definitely one of the highlights. The other highlight was just watching uh, Patrick Mahomes run for his life and make ridiculous throws. Um, Why is like, that your favorite part? That got dropped. Well, uh, my, uh, let me finish. <laughs> I was going to say, especially the one where he was like literally laying out through the one, hit the guy right in the helmet. And he 30 yards it. down the field. 30 yards down the field in the end zone. Ridiculous. Should have been caught. I think um, that was cool. I think he probably has three of the top 10. Best incomplete passes in Super Bowl history. Best Maybe NFL history. Incomplete passes. Yeah. Like you could, you could make a whole highlight tape of his incomplete passes. Yeah. And they, from that incredible. game or just in general? Probably just in general. Like yeah. he just has some great throws that have been dropped and whatnot. But, yeah. but no like other he, athlete. But he's make. probably right. There's at least two or three in that game that were were should have been ridiculous catches. Like like you remember how the weekend was like dizzy and stuff? Mm-hmm. That was that's how Patrick Mahomes had to play the entire game. Maybe he like lit one up before the game. I don't know. Well, he was like, no, he, he had no offensive line. Yeah, he had no offensive line, and he was pressured the most amount of times ever in Super Bowl history. He was pressured on, I believe, 
29 of 56 um, dropbacks. So they tallied how many yards he yes. ran around behind the line of scrimmage. Yep. So when he had the ball looking for guys, he ran 500 extra yards. Holy shit. Tom Brady ran 37. That's crazy. It was 497 and 38, but yes. Like you, you, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so close enough, but you know, 500 <laughs> yards. Yeah, 500 sounds better. Yeah, 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 it's 500 ridiculous. Sounds better. It's like, absolutely ridiculous. So the weekend halftime show is perfect because it encapsulated how Patrick Mahomes had to play. So then, Krishna, was Super Bowl 55 good? Uh, no, it was terrible. It was <laughs> God. The, the halftime show was the best part. I didn't pay attention to the commercials, even though there were some good ones. The game, but the game is what I tune in for. And it's just really hard. And I'm, obviously, I'm spoiled. And I'm going to say it right off the top. I'm very spoiled as a Patriots fan. And uh, obviously, I've got to watch the Patriots in the Super Bowl a lot. Yeah. And those games are incredible. Most of them, all, almost all of them, except for one, are incredible games. When the Patriots aren't in it, I cannot muster up last the interest. I just can't I do say it. I'm this. sorry. Last year's Super Bowl was very entertaining. Um, it didn't start out great because the 49ers were winning for a ton of the game, but then the Chiefs overcame that 10-point deficit the, in the fourth quarter, the and it became a very exciting game. So I wish I remembered it. I wish I could remember it. I wish you could talk. <laughs> I wish too. I could remember English. <laughs> but we can't have things we want. <laughs> so, no, it was not good. Uh, did you ask him already? No, you were oh. the first one. Did you forget the format of our show? Yeah, I, I, I've also <laughs> forgotten everything. Arjuna, was Super Bowl uh, LV good? I'm going to say, yes, it was good. It was good company, good food. Um, the game. Oh, thank you. You know, the, the game wasn't uh, the best, but it was, you know, some inter- entertaining commercials, a good halftime show, and, you know, now football's over. So that's exciting. <laughs> that football's over. Wait, you're happy that football's over? Uh, you know, I think with this season, it was just especially exhausting with the with everything going on with COVID and the NFL and and all that type of stuff. So it's it's nice to get a brief break, even though it will be very brief because the NFL is going to have at least like thirty blockbuster trades this off season. Oh, I hope which so. will which will keep it in the conversation. But it's uh, it's nice that it's over. I will all say right. that. You heard uh, it here Ravi, first. Was Super Bowl live good? Super Bowl Live? Yeah, so if you looked at the logo, right? Because right. it was the L and the V, and you had the, soup, you had the Lombardi Trophy in the top. Oh, People were like, right it's live. Super Bowl Live, guys. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. More like Super Bowl uh, Live. No, it wasn't good. I think this is just another piece of the NFL season that proves they shouldn't have had this season. They should they have played waited. every single game. They played good every for them. Single game. Good for them. But Crazy. the amount, you know, I still argue... That because of the Super Bowl, because you had people traveling, sure. you did not help with COVID. No, absolutely not. You <laughs> fucked it up. We didn't, I we feel didn't like even, the NFL should be held accountable. Somebody should sue their asses for this. Like We didn't even talk about the hypocrisy of having a uh, first responder nurse doing the coin flip in the middle of a stadium with 25,000 people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what a big like F you to the, to the, first, the first responders. Yeah, you're, not, you're not wrong. Like, oh, yeah, here, come, we've got all these people here. Yep. Oh, it's just insane. But it's what it's done. I mean. It's, it's what, done I mean, the big thing we all know is the big thing with this country is money talks, right? And the NFL was poised to lose a shit ton of money if they didn't have the season. The owners pressured it. The players, they, they themselves, granted, you know, it's their livelihood. They pressured out. it too. They wanted it because they need to get paid. Uh, but again, it just kind of shows the flaws and the problems with how this whole freaking stupid thing is run so because of that it wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) but was it done it is done anyway thinking thinking moving on to things that are coming to an end and almost done attack on titan or are they had its newest episode titled brave volunteers this is episode 68 68 Episode one before 69. We are nice. one before 69. We're more than halfway done the final season. Well, that we, we know of. I have a new yeah. theory. I have a new theory. Oh, we'll my get theory, theory is this, in the, the second. 16 of the first half. Yes, but I want to start theory. off with <laughs> a quick throwback to last week where we left the podcast thinking, hey, we're halfway through the season. In true Attack on Titan fashion, maybe we'll get a new theme song. And I sat there and I waited and then the old theme song came on. That's because it's only the first half. And I was upset. That's because these 16 episodes of the first half of the season, once we get to the end, mm-hmm. and once the manga is finished, they'll release the second half, and you have a new, you'll have a new song. But this is still part of the first 
This whole 16 episodes is the first half, I think. Is, I think, that, is that the theory? That's, that's my, theory. my theory for sure. I, my I, theory. I think if you only have seven episodes left to, it's not, it's not to set up whatever this final arc is going to be and then end it with the rump, with the rumbling, um, as, it, as we will get to in this one, I think it's... I don't think it'll be good. I don't think it'll be. Yeah. Also, apologies to our producer, yeah. uh, Learman, who unfortunately the service. The entire episode is about to be ruined. Oh, Michael, for. let me just uh, spoil it for you. Essentially, the LDNs have discovered a Nintendo 64, and now they want a Rumble Pack so that uh, wow, Rumble they can, packs. Uh, I don't even know what an LDN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll be able to talk in code enough. Well, you're still going to know when you get to it. When you know, you know. So this episode obviously picks up right after the the previous episode. (laughs) Yes. As as episode two. What was it? It was something assassin. The assassin's bullet. The assassin's bullet. Sasha was shot, obviously. Died. Died. (laughs) Sorry, Learman. Be a painful, be a painful segment. Uh, obviously, we start back with a flashback three years ago. We are yeah. we are on the little island known as Paradis, and then a gigantic Eren Jaeger as the attack dine picks up the boat, the and walks boat, the boat, yeah. and throws it on the land. Hey, he puts it down gently. He didn't throw it. Oh, I thought it all died. And then some Marlians and they shoot some other Marlians. Yes, that is true. That is exactly what happens. We find out. So we also got a name. We got a couple names. Yep. Uh, Yelena. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget the other one. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have my computer right here, too. And I will look it up soon. Did you put the cast listing in the? He the, did not. I, of course I did. Oh, boy. No. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. So we do meet some new characters and we, we find out a lot of information. This is uh, what we uh, playfully like to call on this uh podcast an info dump episode where they dump a lot of info at you as you know the last few episodes have been action-packed and a lot's been going on so we find out that the eldians really were just kind of defending their walls and as aaron said just basically getting stupid lucky and and trying to defend themselves you know spotting the boat being able to to just figure out stuff clearly three years ago the scouts really hadn't built back much of what they had lost Mm -hmm. um in in the preceding year uh, to that point. And we find out that Zeke uh, is actually rebelling already within uh, back in, in Marley. He is, he has his own internal force, essentially his own agenda, his own agenda, his own uprising that's going on. And he is now recruiting the Eldians uh, into it, which is what culminates into what we have seen in the last few episodes. It seems as well. I think an important piece is that he's uh, relying not on Marleyans per se, yep. but the people that the Marleyans conquer. Correct. Yeah. Um, so Yelena, right, is her name? I think that's how you would say. Yeah. Uh, so or she Yelena. is clearly a a Zeke Sands. Is that how she's, you? Would... She's a she's a Zeke Stan for sure. Sands Zeke Stan. We stand Zeke. Stan. She stands Zeke's. Um, but and we we definitely see obviously at the very end of the episode, right, where they've all returned with Zeke. Correct. You have a couple of the military folks holding them at gunpoint being like, Hey, we're just going to keep you guys far, far away from Zeke who they've stuck in a forest. Which also, they the, in a carriage with Levi. A fine, <laughs> uh, as, as Levi so, said, a fine so hotel, dumb. our finest <laughs> hotel that we have. What the, yeah, well, I don't understand. I, uh, what's the significance of that? I don't understand putting him with the trees. I missed something. I think there. they're keeping him away from Cities, cities, and people, or the parrot, parrot, and they're keeping him in a in an area where if he decides to go full on beast, beast titan, it's easy enough for them to use the ODM, ODM gear, gear to yeah. slice his neck. Uh, I see that a few sense. pieces. Yeah, Levi would have a field day in that forest, literally cutting him up. So Zeke also said something I thought that was interesting, where he asked to, to talk with Aaron. Yes, yeah, right. So. They were obviously on the the blip on the way back, but now, I I believe, I guess there's more for them to discuss, right? And it also seems like Aaron, through this episode, through the three-year flashback, we see that Aaron doesn't, I don't think, necessarily agree with what's happening in terms of this overall plan. So I'm wondering if next episode we see more of a flashback where he decides, you know what? The three-year-ago plan, I'm going to kind of either jumpstart it or do something different. Right. I think what he's disagreeing with and what they tried to show in this episode is the Eldians and the Marleans that they captured, they really integrate them in, right? So there's, um, it's, it's an Antonio or something, the guy who becomes the chef. 
who cooks for Sasha? Uh, Nicola. Oh, Nic- Nicolo. 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 Right. Nicolo. Through his character, they're showing that um, they're more alike. Right. They're they're starting to share stuff. They're starting to integrate more. There's even an apology when they hold up the the Zeke stand people up, and they're like, "I'm oh, sorry. We'll still we'll eat at the same table soon enough, but we just we just have to be cautious because they still don't trust Zeke. Obviously, he's killed a lot of their people, so it's kind of hard to trust him." And I think what Aaron is disagreeing with, and and as he even showed three years ago, is just like they're and it 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 echoes back to what Gabby said at the in the last episode. Like they're the enemy, they're bad people. We just have to kill them. Right. And so I I think what what he wants is just to kill everyone, probably including his brother. Yeah, well, half brother. But yes, he wants to kill him. The problem with Aaron is we don't. We, we, it's all conjecture, right? We sure. Like uh, we see him shooting targets, and we see him just be a punk in general. Uh, but we don't really know what he is trying to do. And obviously, the creators have done it on purpose because that's mm-hmm. gonna be. I don't think he knows. <laughs> I think all he knows is they're the enemy. They need to be eliminated. And part of their, the you know, part of this entire plan of Zeke and Aaron. So Aaron obviously has the founding titan power. Zeke is obviously part royal blood right because of right. who his mother is yes and when aaron realizes in their little court hearing thing that he was able to use the founding time power because he was able to punch uh d was it dina, dina fritz dina fritz mm-hmm. um so how's Zeke's that gonna mother. how's that gonna play out exactly yeah, Zeke's mother he's gonna just poke his brother in the face and then he has controlling time power oh founding uh, time power? he has royal blood now he ate Aaron the, or he ate the Warhammer Titan. Isn't she's that, not. She's not a royal. She's, she's not, a Tiber. Yeah. yeah. Not, but do they have royal? No, blood? they're not. They're not. Um, Zeke is going to be the key to you. Like if Zeke goes Beast Titan or Krista, like, you know. But Krista would have to go dumb, stupid Titan yeah, first. And as we know, and as we saw, the Eldians have quite a few vials of. Uh, Fluid, spinal fluid. Titan formula. Titan formula. There we go. Let's, uh, let's, let's I mean, go. we should probably, I mean, we know what's going to happen, right? Uh, is it Falco, right? Falco or Gabby is going to end up getting. Gabby. And Falco. Yeah, well, we know Falco, probably, one of them is going to end up taking one of those vials, <laughs> vials and eating somebody. Armin? I'm wondering if it's Armin. Oh, thank God. Because Armin, remember, Armin's sitting and talking Wait, to what? Annie. Annie, right? right. Asking, oh, that was so cool. Do you, know, do you guys pick up on why he's doing that? Why? He has Bertolt's memories, and Bertolt was in love with Annie, or it's implied. Yes. Oh. I forgot about that until I saw that, and I was mm-hmm. like, because remember, Aaron asked him, did you learn anything interesting from Bertolt's memories? Right, right. And he's very defensive. He, no, he, I think he just says nothing useful or nothing right. interesting. So the fact that he's sitting there in front of Annie, he's yeah. totally, totally like using Bertolt's memory because <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure Bertolt was in love oh, with her. Oh, yeah, I think it's heavily implied that, yeah. he, that he had, had feelings, feelings for her. For her yeah. So. Yeah, I, th- I actually liked that. That was my favorite part of the episode was um, Armin because we haven't seen we haven't seen Annie since so like season time. two in a long time. Yeah, was was the and female was the one at the end of season one? That's correct. Yeah, and, and it's even more ironic because Armin's the one. Yeah. you know, responsible. Maybe Armin her also his, had um, feelings for her. Now he has double feelings for her. I mean, they're both blonde. It's true. So I don't know if that means anything. They both died basically. <laughs> I mean, essentially, yeah. To become a Titan, I guess you could argue, yeah, they you do die, right? Do you agree? Do you die? You don't die. You just, you transform. You lose your humanity for a second, I guess. I don't know. What is it to be human? I mean, can you, can you say the Titans are more human than the, I don't know. I don't know. Um, where are we going with this? Well, let's go, <laughs> let, let's go back to the uh, Zeke stands, right? So obviously they, yeah. they love Zeke. Do we, do we trust them? They've been no, no. on this island three do, years. Do you see how creepy Yelena looks? She's like yeah. this the whole time. Yeah. Yes. I love Zeke. <laughs> I mean, she's like giving them, she's like telling them how like how like to build uh, a fleet and all this stuff. That I I wouldn't be shocked if they built in like uh like self destruct stuff in there or there's just there's no way you can trust them. I don't think they're, they do have an interesting story. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of? Uh, I got his name here, and I'm gonna butcher it. Ani Yen Kopan. The, the our non-white first uh, the, non-white the only character. non-light-skinned character, and they call it out directly. Mm-hmm. Like we have our characters asking, like, "Oh, how come you have 
dark skin. Right? I think it's great. I think it shows a different element. I just went right there. Well, yeah, I, went straight I, into it. I mean, you've never seen a black character in this show, right? And well, not until uh, Marley, because some of the dignitaries were correct. Yeah, right. and I think it just, I think it just show. I think yeah. it just shows like how far behind these characters are, right? Or, or these people are, right? They've lived on this island. They thought there was nothing beyond their walls. They thought it was just. Titans. All Titans. They yeah. had no idea they were on an island, right? They yeah. they really just thought it was never ending Titans. And now that they've they've in the last four years they've discovered so much, right? The whole Technologically, world. <laughs> what the world is about, that there are different types of people. So I think uh, it's I think it's just them understanding in their the horizons kind the of. The best part you know, is is that our producer okay. is learning about all of this for the first time, and he hasn't. Even, we haven't even touched on the other dimension. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think you know, <laughs> the uh, the Zeke stands. I mean, Yelena says something actually kind of interesting that just popped in my head when she's sitting down talking to um, Levi and what's her name? Uh, oh, uh, Hanji. 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 Um, she says to them, you have um, all far exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Which means, obviously, she's been prepped and is knowledgeable about the people of Paradise. I think what they did to them and how the whole thing is set up, right? So, obviously, Zeke is working some angle here. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I think Zeke is kind of maybe doing the traditional evil evil genius plan, which is world domination. Because if he gets his half-brother... And the founding Titan control, he can release those gigantic Titans. And I think to a degree, I think he's already got Aaron, right? Where he's basically using Aaron's hatred for the Marlians as a way to get him to be on his side and everything. Couple of things though with that. We know Zeke only has, I think, less than a year. Before, yeah, he's in his last year. This he's is in last his, year. He's, he's in, in his, his last, last year. year. So that's that's one thing to his whole world all domination, even if he sees it out. At least we have not been introduced to a way uh, to a way where they can extend their lifespans, right? That's the first thing. The second thing, I believe, when Yelena says "you far exceeded my expectations," that comes right after the fact that she learns that they seem seemingly have cleared out all the titans. all the titans surrounding paradise. Walls. At least, or that, or at least that's what's implied. Whether right. that's true or not, what if they've what if they created pens or farms to keep them? You know, that, that could be interesting. Farming mindless titans. Yeah. Oh, That's a spinoff. We, we, well, we saw it with Marley, right? Where the yeah. warrior unit dropped, basically carpet bombed uh, these That's other right. places with just titans. Just yeah. unthinking titans just dropped them and it was ridiculous. So uh, why wouldn't you? If you could pen them in and then that can be your first wave and then you have the rumbling where the, the, the million. And they said... They said millions, right? Millions of... Actually, we were given quite a few numbers here. We were given the fact that there are millions of colossal titans in the wall. We were given the fact that there are one million Marlian soldiers divided right. into like 20,000 groups units, or something. Yeah. Something like that. We have 63 warships by the mine. So they've really spent some time building up what the numbers are on both sides. Millions of colossal titans, one million Marlian soldiers, plus 63 things plus blips obviously the aerial stuff as well um which totally blew hanji's mind which was i thought that was fine yeah when she like freaked out and she was like, like don't freak out don't She's freak like, out flying, <laughs> flying stuff what <laughs> what is that um which really shows you how far they've come in three years yeah. from yeah. from that point to when they're flying a blimp in, yeah. the, in the previous well, episode well, they show it right in yeah. the montage that's how right. much that this uh, the Marlian volunteers, as yeah. they're calling them, the Zeke stands have have given them, you know, and that's why it's like they seem to. Whenever you're you're getting set up, where they show how much somebody helps you in a short amount of time, it, I feel like almost always it's a setup for reversal, right? It's got to be, yeah. It, it's not. It's it's never that simple. Um, and also Marley seems really weak right now, so we need a new bad guy, kind of. Yeah, Marley seems like after their initial attack, they've wiped out a lot of their fleet. Yeah. You know, they've wiped out a lot of their soldiers. They have no port. We've got no port. Like yeah. it, there's a lot their that, Titans are injured and we're we're basically beaten. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, pretty pretty they easy. Have, by the way. Yeah. Two, one and a half Titans at this they point. Have three. And Aaron just got the Warhammer Titan power. Right. I mean, it's yeah. like they're so weak at this point. So it's like and also, and also the fact that they're at war with what was several other nations that united yep. against them. So it's like Mar- Marley doesn't seem like uh, it would be they would be the right ones to 
paint as the the bad guy for the rest of this. It's got to be something else. And probably I mean, Zeke. To go back to the theory, is it Aaron? Is Aaron? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is are we? Aaron are we? Bad. Is this Breaking Bad the anime? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which well, uh, they're, they're setting, and, and we've said this one yeah. time. They're setting him up to be some OP. kind of bad. Yeah, he's, he's so overpowered. But the thing though is, point. remember Ty, the Tyfers. Tibers, yeah. Tibers. They said it, the the events that happened at the entire like celebration or whatever was to unite the world against one enemy. So yes, against Aaron, Mar yeah. the Marlian country may be That's kind of damaged point. in terms of armies and resources. But if the entire world decides, hey, we're going to unite against this one enemy, totally parties. Right. I forgot about that. Speech. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be parties versus <laughs> the, the best world. episode of all time. Oh my God! Yeah. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Best episode. Uh, well, it might be the most pivotal. You you have set that up nicely. Um, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. What if yeah. um the what if the play slash speech worked and the, the whole world, and and it's also it was heavily teased in the first three episodes, right? That the rest of the world has the weapons now, where Titans aren't really a threat. Mm -hmm. So, you're so that actually that's a good point. So you set up this thing where you have a million colossal Titans. You've obviously got you know Aaron. The colossal, the main colossal, and now you've got a bunch of countries with titan-killing weapons. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so it's, it's setting up for a nice big old war. I think I think this series is going to end on Paradis. It would make the most sense because that's where we started. So I think either Zeke or Aaron or whoever. I think we're going to see a shit ton of colossal titans come alive and do something. I personally want the series to end where. You know, fuck you, humanity. Like, whoa, you deserve this. The world's over. Actually, done. I've been meaning to ask that for a while. How do you guys see the show ending? Because it's it doesn't look like it's going to end very happily for anyone. I don't think anyone's getting a happy ending in this show. I think everyone's going to... I think all of our principal characters <laughs> will be dead. So is or just close to dead. I, I think there's going to be one or two characters that live. Maybe an Armin. Maybe a Mikasa. Yeah, you've you got to have someone live. Otherwise, uh, what was that the kind of is telling the story. Now, I believe in the framing of the show, Armin is the narrator, correct? He's the one who's He's always yeah, doing that yeah. you hear. And his whiny, bitchy voice. My, my, if, if I have to go through like the, the narrative <laughs> storytelling and how they're telling it, it is... The, the framing of this show is Armin telling the story, very much like Samwise is telling the story of the Lord of the Rings, right? This is Armin telling somebody or the future generations or however Andy. you want to frame it. And he's still in her thing. And he's just, what we saw was just him telling to her like 20 uh, years in the future. There's no, there's, there's zero chance that Aaron is alive by the end of the show. Like the, I just, could, Zero. I, I could. I, I can't see it happening. He is just. He's too reckless of a character. He wants so much revenge that there's no way he can have a happy, normal ending where he lives and he's okay. I thought of a way where he lives but dies. <laughs> so remember when you ingest someone, you get all their memories. Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. So what if what if what if someone like Armin eats him, and now he's like, even though he's dead, uh, he's inside of me. <laughs> I mean, like, I think Armin would love that. <laughs> oh. Boy. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I mean, that was just set up for a layup. That really was. And you dunked it. Any theories in terms of what we're going to see next? I don't know if you guys saw yes. the promo. The next episode. Honestly, that was the weakest preview we've ever seen. It looks like a legal show. It. it was like three images <laughs> and a bunch of nonsense words. <laughs> it seriously seems like they're just going to be sitting in like a, a courtroom and discussing the fate of these characters. There's very poor episode 69. Yeah, it's it, supposed to be really nice. no chance that this is, there's only seven episodes left. Yeah. Like it would be ridiculous if we're just going yeah, to the next court like, five episodes just all courtroom. Oh, you know, I would, I would kind of love it. Only because it would be so 180 yeah. from what the show is and has done. You just don't see any more Titans. You see no more fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is how the show ends. They set up this it huge got, war. It becomes like no the war. most dis like we, we like move over How I Met Your Mother and Dexter and all these Game of Thrones, all these other shows. Attack on Titan has the new worst ending of all time. If it went that way, if it went that way, I might quit anime forever. <laughs> to, no, I'm not. I was thinking, I'm not even I kidding would because that would be break, so disappointing. I, I, it would, yeah. I would be like, wow. But here's the thing, though. Like, wow. are we not like to your own, like your statement about expectations? Do you think I think the three of us collectively, I think we've set our expectations stupid high for how this thing is going to end. And I'm 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 pretty sure at least one of us is going to end it and be like, ah, it just it just. Oh, they, yeah. They could have done better. There's, there is absolutely zero chance we are all satisfied with the ending in fact we can set the under over at one and a half of us mm -hmm. i'm taking the under i think one of us will be i'm happy. gonna say i'm gonna go bold It'll and be say me. all of us will be satisfied Damn. because they're all going to space 
<laughs> when they set up a whole new show, I'll be like, "Yeah, it's Star Wars." What if it like ended and like they like they they zoom out, they zoom out, and then the entire thing is like in like encased in this glass thing, and there's like space and there's spaceships it. around them or some shit. I'd like, it. I would it's love a weird down. like it alien be, thing. It would be it would just play on the theme of yeah. no one knows anything, yeah. which is what the whole show is really about. The whole show is no one knows anything. Most of the time, they're acting on extremely incomplete information, yeah. which leads to horrible tragedies over and over and which over Which makes again. me think there's still a lot of information we don't have. 150 so, so what is the most outrageous thing through the context of this show that could happen, do we think, in these final episodes? Well, the, I think, Ravi, I think the character... It doesn't that doesn't even seem outrageous anymore? Well, listen. So oh, the, 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 the character a bigger world. Oh, I meant Aaron. Oh, the character on Young Copen. Yeah, they ask about you know his skin color and everything, and then ask you know he he says a line. I'm paraphrasing where it's like you know God creates us all individually, mm-hmm. even the people. Oh, of who's the creator? Yeah, I think we're going to be shown the creator, Shit. and it's going to be a weird like it won't be. You know, in some sci-fi shows, you'll see a creator. It's like an alien life form. I think they're going to go full on like, now this is legitimately God. Actually, so they've done so they've done, they've that, done that quite a few, a few animes, uh, yeah. like uh, at Full Metal Alchemist uh, yep. Brotherhood. Wait, they show literally. I why I was going to watch it's not, that. It's, no, 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 no. So what I just said right there is hit right from the very first episode. It's yeah. not, there's, I'm not spoiling anything by saying right. uh, that they introduce the elements of. God in that show. Oh, it's already there. It's, it's already there. It's there for right. It's established in the very magic that they use. Right. It's it's there from the beginning. Um, well, right, then, the spoiler would be that the main character turns out to be God. That is the big twist. <laughs> I just ruined. Wow. For you. No, did you really? No, no, no he did. But um, <laughs> could you imagine that would have been fantastic? I'd throw this at your face. <laughs> the fact that all Eldians are descended from Ymir. Yeah, I think makes it a very strong possibility where. I could I could see them going that route potentially. Ymir right? is the reactor core of a fallen Gundam, and Attack on Titan is just a is just a new Gundam series. Yeah, the last episode <laughs> Gundam <laughs> Attack on Titan Gundam. Gundam or Gundam colon Attack on Titan. I think one of the other big reveals that are going to come out and shock everybody is that the um, Titan serum works on everybody. It's not just. I think so. It's not just Eldians because part of this this show is is a is heavily implied or heavily discusses you know prejudice, racism, the whole shebang. Classism, and the yeah. big thing there is that this serum only works on the devils of paradise, right? The 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 descendants of the Eldians, right? The, the descendants of Ymir, and I think that is going to be either. The thing that just sends the world mad where, oh my God, we're all Titans. Or it's going to be the thing that makes people realize, yeah, we're stupid. Yeah. We're just flat out dumb and racism is stupid. Yeah. Uh, that's a, and they've already sort of started to break down those barriers with this last episode, right? With uh, yeah. uh, Niccolo, Niccolo and Sasha. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Gina, do you have a crazy prediction then? Uh, I mean, Ravi has the pulling out and then uh, he has two. Also, you know, God just appearing. So how do you I top, wonder, top that? Oh, you had that in space, going to space. That's okay. Good I wonder, here's one thing I would love to see them expand upon more. And it's something they did in season three when they specifically did the flashback with his dad and they showed you the attack time before his dad. And then he has that fantastic line. One of my favorite endings to an anime episode ever, where he's like, we have to do it to save Armin and Mikasa. And then Still he's like, haven't addressed wait, that. yeah. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it's kind of like time travel a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it so is time be, travel. I think it'd be really cool if we saw some time travel elements in this show. What if it ends? So you you know your 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 the discussion about Ar- sure. Armin is the mm. narrator. Yeah. What if it's we're in the far far future, right? Someone's mm. on their iPhone, or, or <laughs> someone's someone's sitting and giving a podcast, right? right. And it's the descender, the person that ate. Armin or whatever has Ooh, that power. I like that theory. And it's they're like in a podcast. They're like, yeah, I had these these memories of way back in the day when we let Titans free roam or whatever the the setup. That would be kind of crazy. That's what I want to see. If like the future can influence what's happening in the, or the present that yeah. we are watching, especially because they have done a big time jump in this yep. season. So if, I think e- no I sense. think either way, the it needs to end where it, it can't be an ending where it's like okay, Armin. 
is still alive telling the story. Mikasa and, and Aaron are dead and the world's at peace. And that's it. I think it needs to be like a very kind of dynamic ending where we will sit there and go, well, this could mean this, this could, be. It, it needs to have, it needs to be open an ending where it's very open. Right. Yeah. And then they need to do the most important and the most difficult thing when it comes to content. Don't fucking say anything and don't have any follow-up. Just leave it as is. Yeah. Don't, don't JK so Rowling. Don't JK do. Rowling it. Don't JK Wait, Rowling. You overexplain yeah, everything. Don't in do the it. Books. Just leave it. Just, just leave it as you, is. Uh, write them oh, you come out as a transphobe? <laughs> no. We're not, we're not what are you going to talk about that? that? Yeah. <laughs> we said JK Rowling. I feel like that's what she's uh, that's what known she's for known. these days. Yeah, well, you know, that's what that's her current project. Ah. Oh boy. <laughs> no. Anyway, I think it's that time. Junior, you can kick it off. Ravi, was Attack on Titan episode not 69? Good. Yes, it was the highlight of Sunday. Ravi, you said you were disappointed by it. He said oh, he was disappointed by I was, the I was disappointed like tweeted theme song. Three minutes into it, like, you were disappointed by yeah, it. Because there was no theme song, but overall the episode oh, was good. Oh, 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 theme okay. song not changing right. doesn't ruin the entire episode. I, I did oh. like I also well, like I liked that this episode had more levity than some of the other episodes, like the Sasha bit, eating yep. the seafood. Like it it was nice to have some of those those moments, especially because these last few episodes have been so intense. We haven't had a single funny moment in yeah. this season. season. Yeah. Until this episode, I well, think. maybe some of the younger warrior candidates oh, when yeah. they're kind of messing around. Actually, is that really funny though? When you know they're just training to die. No, <laughs> like it's the classic it's attack on Titan. Am I right? Kind of depressing. Yeah, that's most true. of those that's characters true. are dead. You're right. Yeah, they're gone, and you knew they were gone. You could, see, as they were having fun, you're like, "Wow, that's the last <laughs> time we're going to see you having fun." Yeah, that's season again. one prepped us for for that. That's a good point. Yeah, we were. Krishna was yeah. attack on Titan. Brave volunteers. Good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Very much. And I can't wait for next week. Um, I hope it is a legal drama like we hope. <laughs> uh, Arjuna, was uh, episode 68 of Attack on Titan good? I'm going to say it was good. Not my favorite of the season. Definitely another info dump type of episode. Shocking. But you need those. Like, you, oh, you yeah. know, we've, talk, we've talked about it ad nauseum, you know, on this podcast for multiple shows. But you definitely need that. And, uh, you know, I feel like we'll probably get a, maybe another info dump or two, and they're going to get some action. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know what with who. In we, space. we do know. We do time traveling space ninja warriors, Power Rangers. <laughs> you just described, I think, four seasons of Power Rangers in At that night. one sentence. <laughs> And on that note, that's going to do it for us here. It was a good. As always, you can find us on Twitter at was it good on Instagram at was it good BTM. We also live stream these podcasts on Twitch, twitch.tv slash was it good every Monday and Friday. Definitely jump in, have some comments, be made fun of. It's great. We also have a website, was it good.info. There is a newsletter coming soon. Christian will be taking care of that. I love this bit. <laughs> yeah. Our next podcast will be this Friday. We are going to be discussing, obviously, the newest episode of WandaVision. Wanda. WandaVision. There we go. And hopefully maybe some of the, some other bits. Uh, we haven't really decided yet. Some some tidbits. Some tidbits over here and there. Nice. Beyond that, that is all. And goodbye. Goodbye.